this podcast is dedicated to helping you find your trail to a happier, healthier you by discussing topics like self-improvement, business, health and beauty, and random thoughts about life from a Christian perspective. I'm your host, Tasha Johnson. February is Black History Month. The Black community has been stuck in survival mode for so long that health and wellness are viewed as a luxury rather than a necessity. I want to flip the script on this mindset. This is why I created the Brand New You Challenge, but I wanted to take it a step further. In addition to my usual segments, each week I will also be highlighting members within the Black community who are dedicated to empowering people with the knowledge they need to get to the next level. I was thoroughly inspired and motivated by these individuals, and I know you will be as well. I have a special request to ask you. If you're enjoying the content provided by Hustle & Faith, please be sure to rate and leave a review. Thank you. So today I have the absolute pleasure of speaking with Kira Morgan, creator of the Melanated Multilinguals Group, which is dedicated to Black people interested in learning languages. So welcome to the show, Kiera. I'm happy to be here. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. So why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Oh, um, I'm from the Midwest. I'm African-American. I grew up in a household that only spoke English. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just have a broad or a general um, interest in languages in general. Um, I just like to learn about um, the syntax and the grammar and um, the cultures that these languages come from. I'm just an inquisitive person, I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, you know what, we kind of have similar backgrounds because I too also grew up in a household that only spoke English as well. But I'm kind of curious, what brought you on your language journey? Just want to piggyback off of that a little bit. Um, it's kind of random. I was just kind of, I don't know what happened. Um, I think I'd seen some videos of people who were learning to speak different languages and I somewhat became inspired by that. Mm-hmm. I remember this, it was this guy, I think his name was Negrito. It was just some random videos. Mm. And he's like, you guys want to learn some Spanish, being funny. And I was like, okay, he's Black American. And he speaks Spanish as well. And then I stumbled across italki one day. Yes. Yes. I love italki. <laughs> yes. I used to love italki. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. Um, I... I don't go back to Italki. Um, I tried to go go back to it maybe six months ago, but I think they changed the platform altogether. So it's not like it used to be where you could find like free language partners, but that was what I was doing. Um, yeah, I would find people on Italki and talk to them on Skype. Ah, okay, okay. And and so and again, I I do love Italki, and you're absolutely right that they changed the uh, platform. But I actually found my Spanish teacher on there, so I've been on there for years. <laughs> but you're right; they did change the platform. So I'm kind of curious: what languages do you speak, and what inspired you to learn that particular language? I don't want to say that I'm completely fluent in any language. Um, I, I would say my I don't want to say second language would be Spanish. That's what I speak the most of. That's what I know more words in Spanish. Mm -hmm. Secondly, Portuguese to some extent, because it's so similar to Spanish. Yeah. I can understand things, read things. And I kind of studied the difference between Portuguese and Spanish. You know, like it's not I blar, it's falar. 
so you know in falar in portuguese i'm not sure what languages you study oh um, I, I study spanish that that's pretty much it i'm a little bit of portuguese a couple words but uh, probably more so italian than portuguese me, it's like once <laughs> it's hard to stay on one language because it's just yeah. like you're opening up a door it's like oh, boom it's like oh if I can I can understand Spanish I can understand Portuguese I can uh, yeah. Romance and, Romance. yeah so I started studying um Swahili a little bit but I would I'm, I wouldn't say I'm like fluent or anything at all in that just I just know the basics in that and Arabic just know the basics the letters alphabet and some phrases the thing with me in Arabic I started off uh, speaking with someone from Egypt. Oh, wow. And he was pretty helpful. Yeah, there was a big time difference, of course. Oh, yeah. And I think he ended up going to the military because there's this thing where, like, I'm not sure the youngest boy of a family or the only boy in a family has to join the military or something like that. Okay. There's some kind of law in Egypt. So I kind of lost track with him. I, then I started speaking with a lot of Moroccans. So my issue was wow. Arabic has so many dialects so many like dialects that it's really hard to focus on standard because standard isn't really spoken in day-to-day conversation so I don't know I didn't want to just learn standard and I didn't want to learn I don't know I don't think I wasn't that passionate about Moroccan Arabic I think I wanted to either learn Egyptian or Lebanese so I know some sentences in the Egyptian dialect and just some words in Moroccan dialect, but I don't really study the Moroccan uh, dialects. So, so I'm what, really on and off with that. Okay. So then what inspired you to learn these particular languages? Or is it just, again, your love of language and that's why you decided to? Or did you have uh, specific like goals that you wanted to attain learning these particular languages? Ironically, since I was a little girl, I wanted to learn Spanish, but I didn't think it was going to be obtainable. Oh, okay. Like, I don't, you know, it's just, when you don't know people who speak these languages, it's hard to, you know, it's hard to feel like you can do it too. When you don't have like people who look like you, who speak these languages, who come from your background, you feel like, um, you know, like, how am I going to do this? This seems kind of hard. And with Arabic, I grew up um, with a Muslim household, so I already, I guess I had some grasp on Arabic, but it wasn't like, I don't know, my understanding of it is better now than mm-hmm. before. Mm-hmm. It's kind of funny that you said that you uh, didn't think that you could attain the Spanish. So my story, why I thought to pursue learning Spanish, I, as a kid, I, I had quite a few Latino friends. And I always thought that it was the coolest thing when I would go to their place and they would just like start talking in a different language. And I'm like, the nosiness in me was like, man, I got to figure this out just in case, you know, (laughs) they're talking about me. I'm like, cause I mean, it wasn't the case, but I don't think, but again, it was just, wow. It was just so cool that they were able to turn to a different language. And I always thought that was like magical, you know? And, And it was just, I love how the language sounded and all of that stuff. So that's kind of what sent me on my journey. So I was just curious. It was kind of funny when you said that about the Spanish, because for me, it was pure nosiness and curiosity. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So what method did you use to learn these particular languages? Is it immersion, classes? How did you learn? 
Okay, with Spanish, I took three years of high school, but I didn't feel like I learned anything. It's amazing how we can do that. Like we can go to a school in America, take a language course, language and feel like what did I learn so um I didn't take any courses in college so I went four years no Spanish courses and interesting enough during my last year of college I wanted to see if I could like just uh take I wanted to maybe maybe minor in Spanish the last year and I tried to take an entrance exam to see if I can skip some classes and she she said you (laughs) ironically she said you knew a lot of the advanced but you you were kind of like messing up on the the basics that was isn't that funny (laughs) that is weird but that's a good thing though I mean so I didn't minor I didn't minor I just left it alone okay and then maybe when I was 24 so I decided to um just study I don't know just started using italki started looking at videos on youtube and I started watching Santa Diabla on YouTube. That's why I say YouTube is like my favorite resource <laughs> because Santa Diabla on YouTube had the subtitles in English and Spanish. So you had to mm. keep switching back. And I think they're, they were like opposite. So like the, if you wanted Spanish uh, translation, you had to click on English. It was something crazy like that. But I watched Santa Diabla episode, capitulo to capitulo, <laughs> episode to episode, <laughs> episode and I just memorized different sentences and I was like obsessed with it was I was obsessed with Santa Diablo that was like my favorite uh, novela and then I would speak to a lot of Dominicans my first I think yeah I talked to this guy named um Ralphie or something and I spoke to him almost every day um on Skype Mm -hmm. and he helped me a lot a lot I learned so many words with him and then I spoke with somebody else and it was so funny there's this girl I started speaking to her and she's like okay can you speak to my sister too he's like can you speak to my cousin can you speak to my friend <laughs> I was like, <laughs> so, so you made the round through the whole thing <laughs> <Right? laughs> and the cutest thing about it like their names all have some type of rose and it. it was like Rosalina Rosie Rosa <laughs> and then I discovered that one of my great-great-grandparents was named Rose that's actually funny that's on, awesome. on Ancestry.com. I was like, wow. That's awesome. All right. All right. And so how about applications or like apps like Duolingo, Babbel? Do you use that for learning languages? Why or why not? Mm, I try them out, but no, I don't stick to them too long because okay. I, I, I would have to say I don't really like... Um, the way I study is almost like it's not studying, if that makes any sense. Got it. Nope. <laughs> that makes perfect sense. I totally understand. I don't like studying. It's, I learn through conversation and be, it's due to those conversations that I memorize. Like, oh yeah, I remember when I was talking to him, he told me to say it like this. Like, you know, the, um, the, the shortcut to saying things in the future in Spanish, the ear plus I plus infinitive. Yep. Yeah. So I remember I was just talking to, the, you know the guy named Ralph and he said if you want to say things in the future instead of trying to conjugate just do you know voy a comer you know I was like okay yeah this is yes, yes. <laughs> someone else told me that as a shortcut too you're absolutely right on that yeah because sometimes well you know what now you got me wondering okay so if you don't use apps sometimes how do you how do you what is your shortcut if you will for remembering the conjugations 
remember most of the conjugations in from high school. That's what I remember. Okay. okay. Most of them, but not for everything. Because I learned a lot of new verbs after yep. high school. Okay. Okay. But for, let me see. Sometimes, when, like with Swahili, I would just have to learn the conjugations. I just look at the chart, um, look at all the charts online. Some things you can't just skip on. That's I why I wanted to ask you that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So then, what does a typical language study session look like to you? Depending on what language language it is, it's going to differ. Like something, if I want to go back to studying Swahili again, I would need to refresh by looking at the verbs so writing down the verbs on a piece of paper memorizing them like let's say take about 10 verbs try to memorize the translation going back to the charts the present tense charts you so like old-fashioned studying but with something like Spanish I my studying would be uh emerging myself in a group study session or just a regular conversation with a native speaker or someone who's speaking Spanish. So it's okay. like refresh, refreshing while accumulating more vocabulary. Same thing with Portuguese. Mm-hmm. I would say, I don't really like to say I speak Portuguese. I just can understand it sometimes if it makes sense. If it's slow enough. <laughs> oh, I, I totally understand where you're coming from. On that. I love this channel called Speaking Brazilian. I love it. I love it so much. She just speaks. Speaking she speaks about conjugation in Portuguese. And there's subtitles, of course. And I can pick up so many words because she speaks slow enough where I can understand her. And then I can look at the bottom and say, okay, that's how you say that. That's how you say that. Perfect. Okay. Actually, I want to check that out. Portuguese. Yeah, I can send you the link. I would love to. Yeah, please do. Because that is another (laughs) language that I would love to. um, Yeah, I'd love to learn a little bit more about Portuguese. Right now, it's so funny that you said that because... I can understand Italian if someone speaks slow enough. And again, I think, yeah, I can't, no, you don't understand. Like it is so similar to Spanish. It's actually easier for me to understand Italian than it is Portuguese. Really? Me, it's the opposite. I understand Portuguese. Yeah. Because certain things I can understand in in Italian, but then they say so many words like "io sono fati," something like that. Like eyes. I'm like, uh, you have to understand the language. (laughs) You know what? I'm going to be completely honest on that, too, because um, so in my part time, I do teach English to adults overseas. And so Mm -hmm. I a couple of my students are Italian. So it could be the fact that I'm used to picking up. First of all, I know Spanish enough. And then second, just hearing them say certain words over and over. So I do want to be completely honest on that. That's probably. Yeah. (laughs) Something like that, like exactly. 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 So, okay. So we have similar study sessions as well. I like that. So, <laughs> so how do you evaluate like the fluency in learning another language? Because again, everyone has different opinions on, okay, you're fluent once you reach this particular level. And, you know, and I don't want to like have a bias in what I think without hearing what you think first, but do you think that you should measure or evaluate the fluency in learning another language based on tests, conversation? What does that look like to you? I think it's conversation because if you can't speak it, do you really know it? Exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> exactly. That's how I feel. Okay. So yeah, I would say it's mostly conversation and being able to describe things. 
so going back to, I guess you could say how I measure fluency, if I can describe it, then like if it's something that happened to me, let's say yesterday, mm-hmm. and I can describe a situation with ease or just with accuracy and with the capability to correct myself, then I would say like, oh, I'm pretty fluent in this language or at least advanced. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I feel too. I've always thought that conversation is the key, at least for me it is, you know, because some people are just good test takers. I'm a horrible test taker, but I bet you a lot of the folks that can ace a Spanish test can barely say like five words. You know what I'm saying? Like some people are just good at memorizing things too. Yeah, that's true. You know, so some they say certain people, I forgot what's his name. What's his name? Tim, the, the young guy, 13 year. He was once 13 year old. He's not 13 year old anymore. <laughs> who spoke a lot of languages. One being Egyptian Arabic. <laughs> wow. Yeah. He, they say like he has a better ability to memorize things. Like they said, there's a test that they were doing this like experiment and they would show people these random made up animals, I think. And they would assign these labels and they would say, if they would show them these pictures again and to ask them if they could remember the name of these made up animals. And if they could, it displayed, it showed that they were, you know, more capable of, uh, of, learning a language more than other people oh I I, mean, I can kind of see that yeah okay that's interesting yeah I don't I, I was not blessed with that memory um so <laughs> it, it would take me a while but me yeah. either me either <laughs> I'm all about the conversation so I'll leave it at that <laughs> so what advice do you have for language learners that are you know afraid or they're embarrassed to practice in real life scenarios um, real life scenarios, I would say start online. So, so you mm. don't feel as embarrassed. Sure. Um, and I guess it just depends on who you're trying to speak to evaluate how that person looks, I guess, <laughs> if they look kind of mean or sure. to themselves, I wouldn't start trying to speak to them in that language, but who knows mm-hmm. people, they, they really like when you can speak their language. They really love that. Yeah. Yeah. Especially like Brazil or something. I remember, when I was speaking to some Brazilian language partners, they said, why are you learning Brazil? You know, why are you learning Brazilian Portuguese? Or why are you learning Portuguese? You know, um, you know, that's not a good, you know, language, or that's not that famous of a language. You know, what sparked your interest in this language? Yeah. <laughs> They're yeah. like flatter. It's flattering. Yes, you're absolutely right on that. Yeah, yeah. When I've had a chance to speak to other people and tell them that I'm trying to learn a particular language where they they really do warm up to you even more so when you try to speak in their language, even if it's broken. I mean, we all at some point in time are learning, right? So mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, I've noticed that too. And, and I have to, especially when I started learning Spanish, and again, I am, it's not like I feel like I've arrived um, <laughs> by in any way, shape or form. Also a puzzle. Um, but it's it's been interesting because it's opened up a whole lot of doors, especially at restaurants. Because when mm. I order in Spanish, then all of a sudden, and it's not like I even set out to do this, but I really want to practice. But then all of a sudden, all these different foods come out sometimes that I did not order. And I'm like, what is happening here? <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, they give you extra food. Yes. Oh, wow. I, you know, cool. and it's, and it's so funny. Cause like, you know, I'm just trying to practice and it's, yeah. you know, I'm so happy because now my mom is learning. I finally got her on the really? uh, language learning track. Yeah. Yeah. And, and my yeah, mom you just, can inspire people. Yeah. And she just turned 61 this, a couple of days ago. So, um, you know, she's, she's starting too, but it's, it's so like amazing to see how many doors can open up just by trying to learn someone else's language. And especially when you go to other countries too, you know, to that particular country, as a, uh-huh. you have a totally different experience, right? Like when you're, you're, you're more than just a tourist at that standpoint, in, in my opinion. They might think you're Latina as well. Like, are you, are you Cuban, Dominican, yeah, Panamanian? You know they always go to Dominican, Cuban, yes. Panamanian, yes. <laughs> if you're and, black. And, <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm just from Chicago. Sorry, guys. <laughs> right. I, I had one person, it was so funny because I had my hair in like a, a twist set and he's like, are you from Belize? I'm like, no, man, I'm just regular black. I'm like, um, <laughs> regular black. That is like, I don't know. That is so, so many African-Americans say that, I guess, because there's no exotic title. I, I, know, I know. I'm just like, no, nah, just regular black. <laughs> he started laughing. Regular he's, like, black. he's like, no, that's beautiful too. It's just, you know, I just, cause you were speaking Spanish and I just, I just got a little confused. <laughs> oh, I had to laugh, but yeah. that's why I love the fact that your group exists because you know, there's a lot of us out there that do speak different languages and it's just been so inspiring and beautiful that there's a place that all of us can connect at one point. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you know, Shahida from Black Girls Learn Languages as well, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, you were naming all these people. I interviewed I, her too. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I interviewed her um, too for a different podcast, but yes, it, it's so funny that you just said that. Yeah. Wow. Blast from the past, because that was yeah. like years ago as well. So, um, yeah, it might have been a little bit longer. She's African-American. She speaks yes. German. Oh, my goodness. Absolutely amazing. I think that's so amazing. I think it's actually more amazing than me speaking Spanish. So I was like, oh, my gosh, she speaks German. <laughs> yeah, because the German language is, is, to me, is very difficult. I've, uh, it's so weird because there is there is some similarity to German and English, because English is a Germanic language. Yeah, but, but it's... it's too different it's almost too different for me because it has a romance language influence so Mm -hmm. all right so describe a moment that you knew that you achieve your language goal or goals Hmm. I can't say it's a moment I think I can't think of one particular moment but just thinking back maybe not too long ago like that I can understand what was happening on La Casa de Pepel, mm. <laughs> the money money heist. Yes, yes, I saw that. Yeah, I watched it too. Yeah, yeah. because for some reason, Spain, Spanish is it's, much harder for me. Yes. I'm not sure why. They speak somewhat mm. low and really fast. Yes. It's weird because Dominicans speak fast and people from Spain speak fast, but it's something about people from Spain, the way they speak fast is like, wait, what? <laughs> I, I know what you mean by that. It's hard to explain, but I know exactly what you mean. And I and I hate to say this, I I think that's one of the reasons why I focused on Latin American Spanish. Yeah, in high school, we're more exposed to Latin American Spanish. Exactly. Telemundo, Televisa. True, true, true. They yeah. show Mexican shows. A lot of Mexican yeah. novelas. Yeah. So, so what was that moment for you then? Was it just uh, was it the money heist being able to watch that in in Spanish and in understanding? Um, 
you know, the Spanish from Spain, Castilian, right? If I'm not mistaken, it's Castilian, isn't it? Castilian, yeah, Castilian Spanish. Yeah. I think that's <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's it. I, I, just didn't know. I, I had like a blank. I'm like, it's yeah. Blank, isn't it? <laughs> but mm, I guess I can say just when I realized I, I could just converse with my language partner that's with awesome. ease without yep. really thinking about what I was saying. And I still sometimes have to think about it. I'm not going to oh, yeah. I'm perfect. I'm not, I'm not perfect. I, I'm still learning. I really am still learning. Yeah. I totally feel the same. And I still struggle with Spain and Spanish. <laughs> certain shows, there are certain expressions. I'm like, what? what does that mean? Yep. You and me both. You and me both. I, I think that's something I'll, I'll probably always struggle with. But I, I agree. Being able to have a conversation without literally, and I, and I don't know if you're like this, but literally translating the words word for word, like which is what I used to feel like in high school. I don't have to do that anymore. I just, I can just say it. You know what I mean? <laughs> but there's still things like words that I forget and words. Yeah, that I sure, like, sure. But it just depends. Sometimes I overthink it. Sometimes I'm like, why did I try to make that so, more, so much more yeah. confident than it had to be? Like, yeah. I could have just said this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sometimes it's on the, it's an on the spot thing. Like, I can write in Spanish and I feel like I know Spanish really well. I'm like, oh yeah, this is, you know, just typing away. Yep. And then sometimes when you speak, it's like, I'm trying to describe things. I'm like, wait, well, this happened. And then this happened. And then I'm like that, even speaking in English, like trying yep. to break down a scenario <laughs> or what would happen play by play. So trying mm-hmm. to do that in from English to Spanish. <laughs> oh, totally. I know. I yeah. Know coming from on that. Because yeah. I'm I'm a horrible storyteller. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's all right. That's all right. <laughs> so, if you had to choose one word to represent your goals for this year, what would it be and why? Um, becoming advanced in Portuguese, I would say. because I just really want to dominate a third language and I just there's so much about the Afro-Brazilian experience that just fascinates me I just just from talking to Brazilians online they're just very nice people like they're so nice Mm -hmm. and even though they don't they may not always have everything they have such a amazing spirit it's it's amazing seriously like I just just I don't know and a lot, I like that they preserve so much of their African um, culture from mm-hmm. Angola and um, the Yoruba faith mm-hmm. and just all that. It just amazes me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They have really uh, uh, interesting fruits that I've never seen before. They have these mm-hmm. grapes that grow on the tr- on this like the tree, like not on stems, like on the tree. Oh, really? Like they don't, it's so weird. <laughs> I have to show you a picture of that. But they just have this, I don't know, the, the landscape of Brazil is just crazy. Oh, yeah. It's it's on my bucket list of places to go. Yeah, it, uh, yeah, it really is for so many different reasons. So um, hopefully I will know enough Portuguese to get me around. <laughs> I'll get there eventually. <laughs> so what advice do you have for aspiring language learners? YouTube, no. <laughs> it, depends <on> what, <laughs> it depends on what it is. Um, oh my goodness. I'm trying to suggest something. Um, go to Fits for Spanish. 
I'll use I utilize uh, Spanish. It's called Spanish dictionary.com like D-I-C. Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. And I will definitely leave that as one of the resources. I yes. Spanish dictionary.com. Yep. Yep. And lingue.com. Oh, that's a new one. I haven't heard of that one. Lingue. Okay. Make sure I'm saying the right thing. <laughs> and reversal contextual. Okay, that's that great. Yep. Okay. And a lot of people always approach me about uh, Spanish. I, I always recommend Santa Diablo on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? I haven't heard of that one. So I'm definitely going to check that out myself. Santa yeah, Diablo. I know the theme song. It's una Santa, es un Diablo. Es una mujer que me encanta. I love that. Oh, I, I love that. You know, it's so funny that you said that. I wonder if that particular uh, show, Santa Diablo, is on. Have you ever heard of Diablo? for Spanish because they have a lot of yeah okay. I I've used that before but not consistently I think you have to pay for yeah you do, you do. Yeah. Yeah. I'm all about the free too no I get yeah. I paid for that for a little bit they had some uh because I enjoy learning the uh, shows as well kind of mm-hmm. so but yeah they had some of that on there. I bet you that's on there but if you're telling me it's free on YouTube oh, I'm headed. well Kiara I truly appreciate you coming on to the show it has been such a pleasure if people want to connect with you, how can they go about doing so? I have a Melanate Multilinguals Instagram, so they can always send me a message. Okay. Um, if that's usually what I go by. Okay, sure. <laughs> yeah. Or they can join the Melanate Multilinguals group on Facebook. Okay. I also I also have the Melanate Multilinguals page, so they can send me another exactly. message. But that's the best way to contact me. Fantastic. Well, Kiara, thank you so much. I truly appreciate it. It was a pleasure. This was really fun. Fantastic. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoy listening to Hustle and Faith and would like to support the show, please consider sharing it with your friends, rate or leave a review, donate, or make a purchase at Starring You Crew, our fitness apparel shop. Remember, if you're everything to everyone, then you risk being no one. You never know who you will inspire. See you in the next episode.
Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoy listening to Hustle and Faith and would like to support the show, please consider sharing it with your friends, rate or leave a review, donate, or make a purchase at Starring You Crew, our fitness apparel shop. Remember, if you're everything to everyone, the risk being no one. You never know who you will inspire. See you in the next episode.